there. Welcome to Who's There, a podcast about horror fans where I talk to fans and find out why they love this twisted genre so much. My name is Allison and I'm your host. I'm a horror fan who lives in New York City with her two cats, one of whom is black, of course. Before we jump into this episode, I wanted to remind you to please, please rate subscribe and review the podcast. I've heard it really helps the algorithms. And as you know, if you're here, horror fans can always use another podcast to add to their feed. Today, we have Jody Webster, who I know through an online horror community. So let's get into it. Our first guest is a good friend of mine who I met through the Facebook community for the podcast Saw Something Scary. I've gotten to know Jody and his collection of horror movie collectibles better over the last 17 weeks in quarantine because a bunch of us from the Facebook group meet over Zoom every weekend to play horror movie trivia. It's pretty awesome, and P.S., we were doing it before the movie host. Jody and I have somewhat different tastes in horror movies, so that's why I wanted to have him on. Please welcome to the podcast Jody Webster. Uh, Glad to be here. Awesome. Uh, so, Jody, tell the listeners where you're from, what you do, whatever you want to say. Okay. Um, so, I'm a self-employed graphic designer. I live in a very, very small town in Tennessee. Uh, we like to say half a dot on the map. We're not even a whole city. But uh, I, it's, it's a nice place. We live out in the country. And I have been obsessed with horror movies for probably 30 years now. And... Uh, I, I watch a lot and it's kind of my thing. Yeah. So that's mostly what you've been doing during quarantine. I, I assume. Yeah, no, I, I've watched a ton of movies uh, during the early part of quarantine. I wanted to watch horror. Like, okay. So 2020, my plan was I'm going to watch 365 horror movies this year. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's my new goal. I'm going to hit this. And then the pandemic hit. And for like two months, I wasn't in the mood to watch anything. Like it, it was kind of like, I'm going to watch old episodes of Futurama. I'm going to watch <laughs> old cartoons. That's all I can handle right now. Uh, but after a while, I kind of got back into things and, uh, you know, we started doing trivia and hanging out. And so, yeah, I, I, I watch a lot now. Uh, my typical week, there's five, six movies that I watch. Um, I, I haven't been in the mood to watch heavy movies during quarantine. Like, no hostel? Uh, no, well, it's not even hostile. Uh, like, I don't think I can handle an Ari Aster movie oh. in 2020 right now. Like, <laughs> I, I go back to Friday the 13th or something silly that I can just enjoy and have a good time with. Uh, nothing that's going to put any stress on my brain right now. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, so what have you watched this week? Uh, this week. So this week, uh, I've been watching a lot of movies with my kids. So uh, we watched, like, Dick Tracy and stuff like that. But I also watched uh, Brain Dead or uh, Dead Alive. That's a Peter Jackson movie. Uh, it's a really nasty, gross movie, but I had a lot of fun with it. I was watching it while I was working the other night. I uh, watched The Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Friday. And then right after that, because I was in a John Carpenter mood, I watched Body Bags for the first time, uh, where John Carpenter basically is the crypt keeper for uh, the segments between. So it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that one a lot more than I expected. So uh, I'm trying to think if there's been anything else this week. I think that's about it in the last few days anyway. That's that's a lot. Um, <laughs> so Dead Alive was good. Dead Alive is worth checking out. It is worth checking out for me. Okay. Uh, for you, I would probably stay far, far away from Dead Alive. Why it, would it's you mostly, that? It, it's <laughs> mostly just gore. Uh, oh, it's okay. it's a, a nasty, silly movie. Uh, there is a scene early on when the main character's mother is slowly turning into a zombie. She's not a zombie yet, but she's turning into one. And she's got a bite on her arm from this strange creature. And they're sitting at this, <laughs> sitting at the table with uh, some fancy, uh, like, homeowner association type people. And this pus squirts out of her arm into the man's custard as he's eating it. And he doesn't realize it's there. He just keeps eating it. Her <laughs> ear falls off. Uh, she eats her own ear as it falls off in the custard. And nice. that is the least gory scene in the entire movie. It's a very, well, it's very gross. It sounds really gross, but that type of body hard doesn't bother me as much. It's more okay. like the torture porn. 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, well, I've not, never this watched is, Hostel, so this, this is just silly and gross. It's uh, there, there's later on he attacks a horde of zombies with a lawnmower. It's oh, that okay. kind of movie. Yeah, that reminds me of um, which movie is it where they build this truck? Uh, it's a zombie movie. They build this truck and they put like um, chainsaws on the side of it to cut the zombies. Oh, like, yeah. Off. Is that it, Dawn of the Dead or? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Dead? It's. I, I get I get all the zombie stuff mixed up. There's so yeah. much of it. It's all the same. I know that I know there's big trucks in Zombie Land where they yes. run over yeah, a lot yeah. of zombies. So yeah, not that though. Um, so what's your earliest me- memory of loving horror movies? And like, what was your first one? Okay, so I was a late bloomer when it came to horror as far as movies. I grew up um, very conservative, <laughs> and so <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of stuff. Like when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to watch stuff like Smurf and He-Man's. Mm. Uh, so um, when it came to horror, my dad was a horror fan. And I remember walking in one night and he was watching something. I don't even, I, still to this day, I don't know what it was. There was a vampire and it was a kid and it had glowing green eyes. I think maybe Salem's Lot. That's the best I can come up with. Mm-hmm. But it, it scared the crap out of me. But I kind of was into it. So when, when I was a kid, though, I, because I couldn't watch the movies, I spent a lot of time in the library. And my school library had this section of books that was like paranormal and movies and things like that. And so I checked out these books about Frankenstein and Dracula and all of these movie monsters, the movies I haven't seen, but I was very, very familiar with them from those books. Uh, from there, I went to Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, yep. Goosebumps, Stephen King. And by the time I was in high school, I, I had read most of Stephen King. I had some friends that we just traded books back and forth all the time. And uh, I think I was probably about 17 years old when I really like decided I wanted to watch these movies. And so uh, I remember watching Scream at a friend's house, and it was terrifying to me at that time, even though I was 17. I should have been okay with it, but it was, the one, it was probably the first slasher I'd ever seen. Yeah. And uh, then I, I got into it enough that by the time I was in high school, I spent probably a good hour every weekend going to the video store, <laughs> digging through the racks. I would get one horror movie and one comedy movie. And that would be my Friday night. I, I called it loser movie nights because I'm, I'm an introvert. It, I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to go do stuff. <laughs> so I would stay home and I would watch one comedy and one horror. And that's how I got to watch stuff like Friday the 13th, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, all the classics. Uh, by the time I was in college, it was a full out obsession. And I just hunted down every weird movie I could find. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Are any of the videos that are on the wall behind you from that video store? Uh, no, I don't have any from there. I wish I did. Uh, the stuff that I spent uh, all my time in high school lo- watching, um, I do have Evil Dead. I remember seeing that in high school. Um, I've got a few comedies up on the wall too to, to complete my loser movie night. That was uh, <laughs> Blazing Saddles is up there, uh, Halloween. So yeah, no, I watched a ton of that stuff um, in high school and college. By the time college came around, I found a video store that actually had some more of the weird stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was my first exposure to movies like Last House on the Left and I Spit on Your Grave and some of the really like... Brutal ones. Th- yeah, there's there, there's something about hunting down movies I wasn't supposed to see, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and and not, not just because of how I was raised, but just in general. Like, these are movies no one's supposed to see, right? Like, you're not supposed to watch A Spit on My Grave. And uh, yeah, no, I was into all of them. So they, there was an article online a couple of weeks ago that said that horror fans are dealing with quarantine a lot easier than non-horror fans. Um, do you think that's true for you? I, I, I don't know if it's because I'm a horror fan or not. I'm an introvert. So <laughs> leaving my house or not leaving my house, that's fine. I don't, I, that doesn't bother me at all. Um, but I, th- I think in general, if you're a horror fan, you're used to kind of worst case scenarios. You hear all of the, the bad things and you know, you kind of adjust to it. Yeah. You're like, well, this could always be worse. There could be I mean, Nobody is pounding at my door at two o'clock in the morning. I don't have anyone with masks showing up in my backyard. So, <laughs> you know, pandemic, there, there's a lot of worse things I've seen. Yeah. 
definitely. Um, what was the first horror movie you remember seeing in the theater? In the theater? It took me a long time before I saw something in the theater that uh, I, I really remember watching other than, okay, so I was probably 18. I went and saw The Blair Witch uh, with my girlfriend, who is now my wife. Oh. And <laughs> we watched The Blair Witch Project. And I, I liked it all right. There was a, a lot of moving around. It's, it's kind of seasick movie to watch in the theater. Uh, but then that night, we were sitting out in her yard, just kind of, you know, doing what 17-year-olds do, hanging out and talking. And we managed to talk about the movie to the point that we freaked ourselves so freaked ourselves out so bad that we ran back into the house uh, <laughs> because we had conjured up so many, you know, the Blair Witch is never seen in the movie. Yeah. And so we conjured up so many images in our brain of what could be happening that we freaked <laughs> ourselves out enough that we ran inside. So that that's probably the first big moment I had with a, a movie theater and horror movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, that movie, I remember it did not scare me at all. I remember I was I was 13 at the time and I went to go see it. Um, one of my mom's best friends took me and my best friend to go see it in theaters. And we, my best friend and I, we were like, that wasn't scary. Uh, we slept over um, my mom's best friend's house that night. And apparently in the morning, um, the best, uh, my mom's best friend got up and she was so scared that she got uh, scared by her husband and she screamed and woke everyone up. Um, so, but I, I haven't, I don't know if I've watched that movie since. I think I've seen the sequel, which is terrible, but oh, I should I'll probably go revisit that one. Uh, well, you know, there are, our tastes differ on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, like I yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I think the Blair Witch is one of those movies. What, what I don't remember being scared watching the movie. Yeah, it was more the idea of the movie that after I got back, uh, the more I thought about it, that's where the scary things came from. Um, now, Blair Witch Two: Book of Shadows. I will defend that movie. It is a really fun movie, and uh, yeah, no, I, I, I won't fight you on it right now. But yes, I, I like uh, Book of Shadows a lot. All right, you can have Blair Witch Book of Shadows and I will I will defend Scream 3 to the grave. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. Every uh, movie is somebody's favorite, right? Yeah, I guess so, except for The Nun. Nobody likes The Nun. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to bring that up or not. But... I would love to know if there is somebody who liked that movie. If you did, let me know. Email me. Um, but uh, I'm sure it was really creepy after seeing the Blair Witch because you you grew up in rural Tennessee, right? So yes, if I was surrounded yeah. by the woods after that too, I would have been freaked out as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. When we were hanging out, uh, there were trees everywhere around us. You know, it was a yard and nothing but trees. So yeah, you could convince yourself that there was something moving out there. Oh, yeah. I get I get scared in the regular suburbs sometimes when I'm like at my parents' house. So and there are like street lights around and houses that you can see from one to another. So I can I can imagine getting freaked out in uh, rural Tennessee. On the same kind of note, um, what is the most interesting experience you've ever had in a movie theater while seeing a horror movie, if there have been any? Um. There was a very long time. I think, uh, <laughs> so in, in college, I remember seeing the movie Save the Last Dance with my wife. <laughs> Still girlfriend at that point. But uh, we saw that, I guess, probably 2001, 2002, somewhere like that. And I didn't go back to the theater for probably 10 years because uh, we were broke and theaters were expensive. <laughs> and so uh, it took a very long time before we came back. When the, the last time I can remember really being in a cool experience or not even really a cool experience, experience that affected the movie, seeing a quiet place a few years ago, yeah. I was in a room with some teenagers and <laughs> teenagers make every movie either more interesting or awful, depending on which group of teenagers you have. And this was more of the uh, awful at the beginning. They were talking and they were crunching their popcorn too loud and everything like that. By the time the movie ended, nobody was talking. <laughs> nobody was crunching popcorn. Every person in that theater was dead silent. And uh, that was 
it was, it was really cool just to watch them come in, not really caring about the movie, just wanting to hang out. And by the end of the movie, the movie had affected them so much that they uh, had decided they couldn't make any sounds either. I, my theater is like 25 minutes from my house. I, I, I didn't feel like I could talk until I was probably about halfway home. I was <laughs> silent in the car uh, for most of it because that movie, I, I, I feel like my body hurt from the tension after yeah. sitting there watching that. Yeah, agreed. I don't remember who I saw that movie with, but um, but yeah, I remember nobody, nobody talked at all. So yeah. otherwise, I mean, there was nothing, there was no dialogue you would miss, but yeah. everyone was like, maybe we'll hear something. Really sad that uh, the sequel got pushed back. So. Oh, I know. That, that sequel haunts me right now. <laughs> I want to see it so bad. <laughs> There's so uh, many movies I want to see in 2020 that haven't come out yet. They're called. I know what. Which which are you like most anticipating next? Uh, year? The new can- the new Candyman yeah. is really high on my list of movies I want to see. Uh, Quiet Place Two is up there. Uh, a couple of you know superhero movies I want to see. Mar or Black Widow. I want to see Wonder Woman eighty four, but. Man, Candyman. Candyman is the one right now. If Candyman came out today and there was a way to see it where I didn't feel like I was going to potentially die while I was in the theater, I would be there. <laughs> uh, yeah, that trailer, that teaser trailer was amazing. Uh, with the marionettes and the shadows. Yeah. and Oh, man, that was so good. I don't think I understood it the first time I watched it. And then I went back after reading some commentary on it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's so cool. Um but I'm also really mad that Halloween Kills is. Oh man, yes. Yeah. No, that's the one. I, that's the one that hasn't been. Uh, I, I wouldn't have seen yet. it yet in a normal year because it would have come out in October. Yeah. But that was my plan this year: go see Halloween Kills. <laughs> and I've heard so much good stuff about it. Jamie Lee Curtis has talked about it. Said this is one of the most intense movies she's ever been a part of. It's bigger than Halloween, which I loved the new Halloween. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I, Oh, it's killing me. 2020 yeah. is a terrible year. <laughs> I saw the original Halloween, I think, right before the 2018 one came out. And I don't know. I guess my expectations were too high. I know it really it really did a lot for the genre. Yeah. And I, I appreciated listening to a podcast about the making of it. But I just thought I was a little like, eh, I was a, that was a little boring. But mm-hmm. I loved 2018. So yeah, that, that, that's completely fair. I, I, I will give you that. If, uh, if all you've heard is it's amazing and you know, one of the best movies ever made. Yeah. It is one of my favorite movies, <laughs> but I experienced it in a very different way than that. Yeah. You so. experienced it before. Well, no. Did you see it before or after scream? Uh, probably after honestly, yeah. but I was still, it, everything was new then. Yeah. So everything I watched was new and uh, it, it, had, it had the right kind of impact on me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I remember the first horror movie that I actually saw. Well, I remember trying to watch Poltergeist through like a grainy stolen channel on my, mm-hmm. my really old TV growing up when I was like nine. But then when I was, I think, 11... Uh, my best friend and her sister and I, we rented Scream and we watched that. We were in their living room with the lights off, no one else around. I think her parents had gone to bed and we were like, this is fine. And then we watched the first scene and then we were like, we should turn a light on. It's a little <sighs> dark. That, so. that first scene, I, you know, I watched it as a 16, 17 year old and it was intense then. Yeah. But today watching it, I've got kids. Yeah, And so watching that first scene, I, I watched it again, maybe a year or so ago. It is so intense. She's calling her mom through the whole thing. It, oh man, that is awful. It's, it's an awful scene. It's an awful, great scene. Yeah. Yeah. It never, it never gets old. There are so many horror movies that the, you know, the cold open is just like, oh, yeah. well, that was good the first time. What was the last movie that you saw in theaters before lockdown started? Oh gosh. Um, I had so many movies I wanted to see, but February, like March, January, all that time was really busy. I wanted to go see The Invisible Man. I never got around to it. Mm. I wanted to go see Underwater and I didn't get around to it. 
Let me see real quick. Um, I think Underwater was in theaters for like about two weeks. Yeah, no, especially in my area. Yeah, we're in a really small town, and so movies come and go really quick around here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Underwater did not last very long. Yeah, and it was because that's because it was kind of terrible. I rented. I I haven't seen it yet. I've heard a lot of good things about it. I like the whole Cthulhu thing. So I'm definitely going to give it a chance eventually. I just I hadn't gotten around to it yet. Yeah. Wait, Cthulhu, what? Yeah, at the end of Underwater, apparently you get to see a little glimpse of Cthulhu with all his tentacle face and all that stuff. Oh, I must have missed that. Yeah. yeah I, it's it's on my list. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, I mean, it's worth a watch, but I don't know. The last, the last one I remember watching... Oh, I saw um, Black Christmas. I saw that in December. That was that was a pretty decent movie. Yeah, I thought it was fine. It was a, yeah. it was a good time. I wasn't mad. I went. Yeah, no, it, it's not. Uh, it's not the original Black Christmas, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, the last one I really like remember having a great time with was I saw Doctor Sleep. I guess that was probably in November. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Sleep was great. I was in a theater with like three people because I think that's how everyone experienced Doctor Sleep. Nobody went and saw it, but I loved it. It was it was a really cool movie. Yeah, no, I was I was really impressed with it. I was more impressed with that than The Shining, which I know is a very unpopular opinion. But I, hey, hey, this is one of those places we're in the same place. I'm oh. not a huge fan of The Shining movie. <laughs> um, that's because I'm a fan of the book, uh, and I know Stephen King hates the movie, but. Um, yeah, no, I, I love Doctor Sleep. It actually made The Shining better for me. Mm, okay, interesting. I think the reason why, one of the reasons why I didn't find The Shining very scary at all was because I think I was 16 and my friends and I rented the video from Blockbuster. We mm-hmm. brought it home and like put it on and like sort of fast forwarded through the credits. And then we were in it for like an hour and watching it and we're like, we don't really know what's going on. And then we got to the end of it and it was like, thank you for watching the making of The Shining. (laughs) They put the making of The Shining on before the actual movie. So we watched the making of. (laughs) Well, that movie ruined. Yeah, this is a movie about making a movie. I don't understand why everyone's so excited about it. I was like, this isn't scary at all. They're just making a movie. Yeah, no, like like I said, I, I, especially in high school, I, I was a huge Stephen King fan. He was probably the person I read the most. And so by the time I watched The Shining, I had already read The Shining. I was probably 16, 17 years old when I read The Shining. And I loved the original book. And so when I watched the movie and it wasn't the same, I I think I probably had the same reaction that Stephen King himself had, where he's like, this is not the thing that I was expecting. (laughs) And so I, yeah, no, I'll, uh, I'll complain about The Shining along with you. All right. Awesome. Yeah, that and The Nun. Um, but I kind of want to rewatch The Nun just to see if yeah, the expectations me too. Be better. Me too. But I kind of hope that if I rewatch it, I'll like it better than I liked it the first time. Yeah, I mean, you can't like it less. No, I can't. <laughs> yeah, and I just had, I just rewatched The Conjuring 2. So I saw a lot of that Nun. Yeah, I, I, I loved The Conjuring 2. I, I love The Conjuring. I love The Conjuring 2. And so I went in so high expectations. Like I was, it was a five-star movie in my brain when I walked in the door. And it was a two-star when I walked out. Like it was bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're not getting The Conjuring 3. That's another one that's been pushed back. Oh, gosh, yes. There's so many that I forget how many good movies were supposed to come out in 2020. Yeah. I think, isn't there, is there another Annabelle movie coming? I don't know. I uh, I really thought so the first Annabelle's bad. Is Second it? Annabelle, well, it's 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 not great. It's okay. Okay. Second Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, mm-hmm. is pretty good. I like it quite a bit. And the third one, I had a really good time with. I saw that in the theater. I, I saw Annabelle and Chucky at the same time in the theater last summer. Oh, and so uh, I, I had my like evil doll night. <laughs> I thought about watching Toy Story 4 the same night. <laughs> so I had like the good dolls and then the bad dolls. Aww. But I, I, the, the third Annabelle movie, I think, is really underrated. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's like a haunted house movie. I, lo- I, I love it. Like, I'll watch it again anytime. 
yeah um i i rewatched it a few weeks ago and i was like oh this is really good especially the girl that plays judy she was really Uh good the girl Um, who plays judy's great um the whole little like bob thing like with the girl and bob (laughs) i love bob i'm on (laughs) bob's side i want i want them to get together and have a happy life together team bob yeah um yeah, no, but then when I went to go see uh, Ed and Lorraine's house a couple weeks, uh, yeah, like a month back, I was like, this doesn't look like the, ha- the house in the movie, but yeah. I think. <laughs> no, I've, I've made my piece that the real life Warrens and the movie Warrens are different people. Yeah. I, I have a lot of feelings about the real life Warrens, and I'm not sure where <laughs> I, I fall on them, but I love the movie Warrens. Yeah, I mean, how can you not? Even even the cheesy like singing Elvis songs at the end of the Conjuring <laughs> too, like yeah, no, give me that all day long. I'm I'm, I'm totally happy with it. Sing to me, Patrick Wilson. Sing to me. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, he can't be in a movie and not sing. That's in his contract. No, and I'm okay with that. I don't complain about that at all. So, how did you come up with the idea to do um, Zoom trivia every night or uh, every weekend? Sorry. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> about. <laughs> Two or three years ago, I ran across a copy of Trivial Pursuit Horror Movie Edition. I I don't know where I found it. I I read a lot of horror movie sites, so I probably saw it on one of those. But anyway, I ordered the game, and it sat on my shelf unused for about two years because nobody I knew actually knew enough about horror movies to play the game with. (laughs) And uh, so one night I was bored because it's quarantine and we're all bored all the time. And... uh, (laughs) I just I just reached out and said, hey, would anybody like to play this? I've got this game sitting on my shelf. It's been sitting there for a long time. If anybody would want to play with me, maybe we can find figure out a way to make it work online. And uh, it worked. We had a good time. I think a lot of people just enjoyed having somebody to talk to and hang out with. <laughs> and so I started playing. And it went so well the first time, we played it again and again and again and again. I bought some new games. I got a couple different things. And uh you know, we're, I think, 16, 17 weeks in now? Yeah, I think, I think 16. 17. No, I think this week was 17. 17. Yeah. yeah. No, we've been doing this for really long. This quarantine has gone on for a long time. I don't know if uh, you're aware. Uh, May was a million years ago. <laughs> That's when we started? Uh, maybe March. I don't Time has no meaning. This yeah. is just an endless void of sitting around at home and playing trivia every weekend. Um, for some people, this is purgatory. It's it's fine. Yeah. Um, you play with a couple different groups, right? Not just the... Yeah. I do. Yeah, I've, I've got another podcast that I have a lot of friends and we play... We usually play Saturday and then mm-hmm. I play with you all on Sunday. Oh. So, yeah. Perfect weekend. Yeah, no, my weekends are fun. On Friday nights, I tend to watch uh, Joe Bob Briggs on Shudder. Uh, when there's a live one, I watch the live one. When there's not, I have some friends that we just get together and we watch uh, whatever episode that we're caught up on. Hmm. And then Saturday, I do one round of Zoom trivia. And then on Sunday, I do another one. Nice. Did you introduce your other uh, trivia friends to the new game this week? I did. Um they were okay with it. it. It's hard. It's it's not nearly as fun as some of the other ones. The questions are made for. We're, I mean, we're playing trivia. We're all nerds. Let's just be honest. Like we we have to accept that and admit it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> this this is a deeper level beyond what most of us are capable of keeping up with. Yeah, this is for like the script writers. Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's too many book questions, too many uh, comic book questions. It's really hard for the normal, even a normal horror fan, to keep up. I would, I would tend to agree with you there. Um, and I I have trouble with trivia when it's the not super hard questions. So, so does your wife also like horror movies? No, not at all. <laughs> um, I've actually found that kind of a, to be a weird thing with a lot of horror fans that uh, their their significant others are not into horror. Um, That's probably why we have groups online because we don't have anyone else to talk to about all this crap. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, she, so we watched the Blair Witch Project together when we were like 17, 18 years old. And then she was like, I'm out. I can't do it. Yeah, that may have been the breaking point. We tried to watch The Village one time. 
Okay. You know, M. Night Shyamalan, not actually very scary. No, not at all. Not at all. We made it through the opening credits and she was like, nope, I am out. <laughs> uh, she she uh, has not watched any scary movies with me since that movie. And that's been, I don't know, a decade. Um, we, okay, so I'm taking her on the same path that I went on though, because she reads all the time and I have tons and tons of Stephen King books on my Kindle and I give her Stephen King books to read. And when she says, Hey, I want a new book to read. I give her a new Stephen King book. So I figure within a decade or so, <laughs> I will have her where she will watch a movie with me again. Uh, but she loves Stephen King. And okay. that was not something I would have expected, you know, 10, 15 years ago. So um, I, I, I'm on the long plan of slowly <laughs> getting her into to more horror types of stuff. Yeah. Baby steps, baby steps. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually never read any Stephen King. I have a copy of um, Pet Cemetery on my bookshelf that came from the uh, my building's library down in our basement. And I'm just like keeping it there. I'm just like, maybe one day I'll read it. But I don't know. I've, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that, that uh, Pet Cemetery is the best introduction. See, that, that was during his cocaine period. Uh, if, if I remember right, I don't think he remembers writing most of Pet Cemetery. Oh, okay. And he actually threw it away because he thought it was too dark. <laughs> uh, his wife retrieved it from the trash. Oh, but... Wow. Uh, yeah, no, Stephen, Stephen King is a great introduction. He's he's scary without being too scary. He's not over the top. He writes great characters. He writes great settings. And uh, that's why we're in the middle of Stephen King Renaissance is people suddenly remember, oh, yeah, this guy's really good. And so we're making a movie every couple of weeks. Yeah. Have you watched, um, this isn't Stephen King, but Lovecraft Country? Haven't yet. It is so far on the top of my list right now. I, I, I did read the book and the book was really cool. So I'm really excited about it. Um, did the second episode come out? Yeah, I think it was last night it came out. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I haven't watched the first one yet. I have trouble right now during quarantine watching one episode of anything. So I, I kind of want to binge it, but I, I also want to stay current. So <laughs> I, I, I'm, I've got that divide right now. I think I'm going to end up watching it because I just, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, the first episode is really interesting. I haven't read the book, and I'm not really familiar with anything that Lovecraft yeah. and, and like anything in that universe. So I was like a little bit confused. But um, my boyfriend Nick was like, "You just gotta stay with it a little." You yeah. Just gotta... no. I was like, "What's no. going on?" And he's like, "You'll find out eventually." Yeah, no, no, I would definitely say the same thing. That um, it takes a little while for all the different stories in the book to connect. And I'm assuming the series is going to work the same way. But as everything comes together and the bigger picture starts coming, uh, it's it's really cool. I, I enjoyed the book a lot. So, yeah, I'm definitely excited about it. Yeah. Well, the the actors and the cast are all great. So yeah. I think you be excited. And I think you should watch watch the first two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. No, Nick also does not like horror movies. He just watches them with me because he likes me. So... Yeah. Yeah, my, I, wife, my, my wife likes me too, but not enough to watch horror movies. Um, <laughs> we make it work. Yeah, I, I kept, I remember like last year when we first started dating, I was like, we had gone to see a bunch of horror movies. And then I was like, can we watch this, this, and this? And he was like, can we watch something else? I don't really like horror movies. And I was like, but we've gone to see all these. And he's like, I just wanted to hang out with you. Can we watch something else? Hey, like, that's nice though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, that's tolerating something for your partner. That's that's what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah, you, yeah. Tolerate tolerate all kinds of things after you know a certain period of time. Yeah. Well, I I went to go see all the superhero movies with him. So. Okay. No, oh, go for it. So you have kids. How are you introducing them to to horror movies? Yeah, so um, all of my kids kind of have different opinions about horror movies and what they're ready for. So I have a 13-year-old boy, and he is scared of everything. That's not an insult. It's just true. He would admit it himself. Um, he's probably like I was at 13, honestly. And so he does. he's not into horror, and so I don't even try. Um, but my daughter, she's 11 this year, and uh, we have watched Evil Dead 2. 
we have watched crawl annabelle comes home she's my horror buddy no um <laughs> as long as it's appropriate for an 11 year old uh but as far as the things that uh, i feel like she's okay with and she's ready for we watch a lot of stuff together uh we've had a lot of fun with that she has a shirt that says groovy on it has a chainsaw from evil dead 2 <laughs> Uh, which I'm really proud of. Uh, last year at Christmas, the thing she asked for more than anything was a magnifying glass necklace, which is what Linda wears in Evil Dead. Um, so she was she was really into it. She loved it. And so we watched a lot of stuff together like that. And, uh, you know, I, I started way back a long time ago. I remember when my oldest was, gosh, she was probably just a couple weeks old sitting in a rocking chair with him and watching Slither uh, and feeling like this is weird. This is a weird thing for a parent to do, but uh, you know, it, it's what we did. And as they got older, I watched more stuff like Gremlins and oh. uh, Goonies and stuff like that. That has a little bit of, little bit of scariness to it. And, you know, I think we graduated a full on horror with uh, a couple of them, but a few of them aren't interested at all and I'm not going to push it. Yeah. Uh, because if I was the, if if it was me when I was that age, I wouldn't be into it at all. Um, it took a took a little while before that grew on me. Uh, but you know, you just gotta treat everybody where they're at and uh, send them to what they're ready for. Yeah, definitely. How old is your oldest? He's thirteen. Oh, okay. So he's your oldest. Yeah, yeah. When I when I was thirteen, I was probably terrified of everything other than goosebumps. And goosebumps are not scary. Like, let's just go ahead and clear that up. Like, goosebumps have never been scary. They're just kind of spooky, but there's nothing scary that ever happens in a Goosebumps book. I have to say, I read them growing up, but I don't remember what happens in them at all. The only one that I really remember was Say Cheese and Die, because that was my favorite one. Uh, It's where she had a camera that if you took a picture, it would show the future, but not just show the future, it would show like a bad future. It would make it happen. I remember, I think I remember the cover of it. It's like a camera yeah. And a skeleton. Yeah, skeletons in a, in a picture, yeah. Uh, since, since having kids, I've rediscovered some of the old Goosebumps books. Uh, the Goosebumps movie is a lot of fun. Goosebumps 2 is a lot of fun. Those are both uh, good movies for kids. Jack Black is in one of yeah, them? Yeah, Jack Black's in both of them. Okay. Uh, from there, we watch The House with a Clock in Its Walls. That's another Jack Black spooky kind of, you know, semi-spooky movie thing. It's been a very slow, I, I'm just like with my wife and horror books, I'm on the long game with my kids. Like I don't, I don't need a horror buddy when they're eight, but by the time they're 17, yeah, let, let's just slowly introduce those things. Yeah, that makes sense. Have you tried showing your 13 year old like Jurassic Park or anything? Oh yeah, no, uh, we watched Jurassic Park a long time ago. <laughs> oh, okay. No, it's uh, the, the littlest one. So the, the littlest one is four. And he watches the same movie as the 13-year-old. So it, it's accelerated over the years. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think the first time we watched, like, The Lord of the Rings, which doesn't sound like a scary movie, but when you rewatch The Lord of the Rings, there is so many beheadings and a lot of blood and monsters and things like that. I think the oldest was eight at the time that mm-hmm. we watched that. And so that was one of my first really like questionable decisions as a parent when it comes to movie watching, where I was like, should I be watching this? Eh, it doesn't matter. And we rewatched it recently and it's great. So uh, Lord of the Rings was an entry point, uh, Gremlins, and now we're into scary stuff. And like my second loves Jurassic Park. He's always been into dinosaurs and he will fire up any Jurassic Park movie any day just to watch something. Yeah, I, I will co-sign that. Um, I love Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, so. Yeah, no, all the dress. I, I know people like to crap on the new uh, Jurassic World movies. Yeah. I love them. I love all the Jurassic parts. You show me dinosaurs in a movie, I'm going to have a good time. It's going to be a good day. It doesn't take a lot to make me happy. If you look at my letterbox, like the average review, it's like three and a half to four. Um, <laughs> it, a, movie, a movie has to be really bad. The Nun has two, just to oh. clarify. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, I recently badgered you into watching The Ring. What were your thoughts on The Ring? The Ring is good. I wish I had watched it, how many years ago? 15 years ago or so. 
Uh, it came out 18 years ago. Yeah. No, I wish I watched it back then. I watched the original uh, from Japan yeah. because uh, in the early 2000s, I spent a lot of time on horror movie websites, uh, stuff like Arrow in the Head. That was one of my favorites. And so I hunted down all these old movies or weird movies or uh, just movies that were hard to find. And so Japanese movies were hard to find in the early 2000s. And I watched Ringu, really enjoyed it. Um, 18 years has probably blunted the impact of the ring a little bit because I've seen a lot of stuff similar. I've seen a lot of Asian ghost movies. I've seen a lot of stuff that has similar elements. Um, if I had watched it 18 years ago, it probably would have been great. Yeah. Uh, but I was a snob 18 <laughs> years ago. And I didn't watch American remakes. Come oh, on. How does it compare <laughs> to Ringu? Because I've never seen Ringu. Uh, but see, that one's, I've, I've watched that 18 years ago. So I don't remember what it was like. I remember really enjoying it. I, I really liked it back then. So I need to rewatch it. It just showed up on Shudder. All, I think like the first three Ringo movies showed up on Shudder. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Um, maybe I'll watch it then. Um, yeah. God, the Ring sequels were terrible. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I, yeah. I've avoided all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Rings was especially terrible. Even though John Nicolecki is in it and he's wonderful, he the movie was just crap. There, there are only a handful of franchises that can survive to like the fourth or fifth sequel. Like what? Uh, I mean, okay, survive is a weird word for a movie like Friday the or for a series like Friday the Thirteenth. Mm -hmm. They do not get great as time goes on, but mm -hmm. I still like every one of them. Um, I'll watch all of them. I'll do the same thing with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Halloween got weird about, okay, four and five are weird. They're okay though. Six is insane for no reason. It suddenly involves a cult that never was involved in any of the other five. Um, trying to think any other movies that are good after the fifth sequel. I can't really think of many. It gets it gets hard after a certain point to keep a movie going. Yeah. Um, Final Destination. Final I've Destination. The fifth one is great. I haven't seen the the fifth one because I couldn't even get into the fourth one. Okay, so one is great. Yeah. Two is pretty good. The first scene in two is great, but this the rest of the movie is okay. Three is my favorite. Four is hot garbage. It is so bad. Uh, I with the, it off. it's so bad. It's all CGI. There's this weird NASCAR thing at the beginning, and it looks terrible. Everything in that movie is terrible. I hate four, and then five is back to great again. All right. So well, they 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 redeemed their four was trying for that 3D thing too. So 3D wow. made every movie worse for yeah. a while. Um, but five five is definitely worth checking out. All right, I'll have to see if it's streaming anywhere because I don't know if I'm desperate enough to uh, pay for it yet. Yeah. So. Five. If you enjoy Final Destinations, you'll like five. Yeah. All right. Then is it really gruesome? Because three got a little bit too. Um, I don't remember it being super gruesome, but I have a very different definition of gruesome than you do. So, like I said, when I was younger, I grew up where I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of stuff. And so, you know, a little bit of repression there, probably. Yeah, so you're like, give it to me, give it all to me right now. Yeah, no, that's that's what I've decided is, you know, some people watch gore to, or watch horror movies to relieve anxiety and they like have a lot of stress in their life and the horror like gets rid of it. I deal with repression through horror. And so if it's gory and nasty, yeah, I'm probably going to be into it. Oh, well. <laughs> this is why we don't watch a lot of the same movies. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I watched Friday the 13th, the first four I think I've seen now. Okay. And yeah, they just keep getting worse. So, <laughs> I didn't think yeah. Friday the 13th, the first one, was very good because I watched it's it not... 30 years after it was released, but I don't know. The, it, the reality is none of the Friday the 13th movies are great. I know this very well. I am very aware that none of them are great. I also have six shirts with Camp Crystal Lake on them. So those two things don't match up. I, I love the Friday 13th movies. All of them. The worst ones are still fun. 
Um, yeah, no, it's, a movie doesn't have to be good for me to enjoy it. I mean, why have one Camp Crystal Lake shirt when you can have six? Uh, yeah, I have multiple Camp Crystal Lakes. I have a shirt with Jason on it. Um, yeah. I only have one horror movie shirt, and it's my Scream shirt. Of course, I'm not wearing it right now, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I got Sperry's shirt on right now. Nice. I only saw the remake of that, and it was really weird. It, yeah, weird is weird is uh, something I'm okay with, but uh, Suspiria was one of those movies that in the early 2000s, um, all those websites I mentioned earlier, especially Arrow in the Head, that was the main one I remember looking at all the time. Uh, Suspiria was one of those movies they loved, and <laughs> so I spent a lot of time hunting it down, and uh, I really enjoy it. It's it's a weird, twisty movie. It doesn't make any sense, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm into it. Oh, did you, so you don't like American remakes of Japanese movies, so did you ever see the original Grudge? Yeah. How is that yeah. compared to the, re, well, you don't know what the remake is like. unless. No, I, I, I have seen the Grudge eventually, sure, Michelle Gellar, so I had to check it out eventually. But yeah, no, it's, it's fine, and my uh, remake snobbiness has decreased over the years. You know, in college, you're snobby about everything. And so if you can find something that you can kind of lower it over other people that you're like, oh, I like the original. I don't like this remake stuff. You know, yeah. that's just being in college. But yeah, the, the, the Grudge is fine. They're both good. Yeah. I wanted to see the, did they remake it or was it a follow-up? Was it a reboot that was out in theaters a few months ago? before? Lockdown? Yeah. So that was another one of those 2020 movies I wanted to see that I never got around to. I've, I've heard mixed reviews. So, most people hated it. I, oh. You know, most, most people said it was really bad. But I don't like the same movies that most people do. So I'm okay with giving it a shot sometime. Um, I, I, I enjoyed the original Grudge. And I think I watched maybe Grudge 2, both yeah. Japanese and American. Uh, mm -hmm. I liked both of those. You know, you got a creepy kid meowing like a cat. Like, I'm, it, it doesn't have to do a lot. <laughs> if it's creepy and uh, has some weird stuff going on, the new one has Lynn Shea in it. That automatically gets it a few points. Yeah. Oh, I loved I love Insidious. The sequel. Yeah. But yeah. I haven't watched the sequels yet. I need to. Uh, they're on my list. No, you don't. It's not. We're not worth it. No. We, we already know that when we recommend or not recommend movies, that that's not going to work. <laughs> so tell me the three horror movies that you love that nobody else loves. Oh, that nobody else loves. Okay. Um, Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. We've already said that one. Uh, probably it's all going to be sequels. Um, I don't know if this necessarily is one that nobody else loves, but I love Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. That is an excellent, terrible 80s movie that I, I really enjoy. And Slumber Party Massacre 2. It's all twos. Slumber Party Massacre 2 involves a dude in a leather jacket who sings songs. He has a guitar with a drill on the end of it that he uses to kill people. And there are like five musical numbers in the middle of it. It's amazing. That sounds very interesting. I don't know if I would like it because it's 80s horror and I just don't you would like not. it. You, you, you would roll your eyes so hard that they would fall out of your head, but <laughs> I yeah. would love it. Okay, well, cool. Um, what was that movie that I watched a couple weeks ago that I was, it was the two girls who killed people for fun and like had enough. Tragedy Girls. Yeah. Yeah. And you were right. That movie got dark at the end. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. They're, this is Carrie. Yeah. Uh, yeah no but yeah i would recommend it but it was just it was like very like hokey in the beginning yeah no so i grew up in i graduated in 1999 so columbine happened in or i graduated 2000 i'm sorry i forgot what you were graduated <laughs> i graduated in 2000 so columbine happened like right before my senior year yeah. And the end of Tragedy Girls, I was like, oh, crap. They went really dark with this movie. Um, school school uh, murder is something that's really hard for me to be like, oh, that's fun. I'm enjoying this movie now. In, in the United States, a movie about killing everyone in your school seems a little bit of a risky proposition. 
All right. Well, on that note, thank you, Jody, for being here and being my <laughs> first guest. with mass shootings. Awesome. <laughs> uh, and for organizing trivia every week. And if you guys yeah. want to check that out, join the We Saw Something Scary Facebook group. Um, Jody, do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on the interwebs? Yeah. Um, so my Twitter that I barely use is thejodywebster.com. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, I think it's uh, jodywebster42. Uh, because in the book, um, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, 42 is the meaning of life. So I use that one a lot. <laughs> uh, but I think it's Jody Webster 42 on Instagram. But yeah, um, mainly on Instagram or on Twitter, it's just horror stuff. Instagram is just personal stuff. So uh, I'm, I'm not a very social media kind of person. <laughs> uh, do you want to plug your business? Does anyone need any web design? Oh. Or Sure. Design. Yeah, I uh, I do websites. WebstervilleDesign.com um, websites of all kinds uh, for various purposes. So if you need a website, yeah, hit me up. Yeah, he did. He did our logo. So that's awesome. Um, well, thank you so much again for being here. I will see you on Sunday night. Catch yeah. Her. All right. See you then. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That about wraps it up for this week's episode of Who's There. Thank you so much again to Jody Webster for coming on. I hope you like this episode and remember to rate, subscribe, and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Who's There Pod. We're on Instagram at Who's There Podcast, or you can feel free to shoot me an email at the Who's There Podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns, horror movie recommendations, you get it. Until next time, stay scary and wear a mask.